Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the Southeast Conference to the Woodland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes and everything in between. All of my day last indeed. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Now, here's Wisconsin Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies and WSSP's high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. I am Mike McGivern, alongside the Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies. Coach, how are you doing today? Oh, still have a little of that coughing problem, Mike, but uh, overall okay, thank you. You look good. Thank you. Got your hair cut? I sure did just for the show, so I'm good for the people listening. (laughs) Man, you look good. I'm just telling you, we're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Coach, you get a chance to watch Thursday Night Lights at all last night? Uh, the second half, I watched it, yeah. And, uh... Boy, I'll tell you, I, I was impressed, Coach. I was impressed with the whole thing last night. I have not been to a game at Hartford before. And I, that community, that student section, the, it, it just was really cool. Uh, the Slinger people showed up. It's a rivalry game. Coach's first cancer game. They raised a ton of money. Very personal to a couple of these coaches. And um, these guys are friends, but boy, I tell you, they get after it. These these the Slinger boys and the Hartford boys get after it. And I'm on the Hartford sideline, and I I was impressed. Coach Redder's doing a good job. John is a nice man, and I think he's uh, he's got Hartford uh, going in the right direction. Well, I thought first of all, as you said the coaches' game for cancer that was such a big plus. I'm not sure if people live right in Milwaukee in the near suburbs realize just. What a traditional game that Slinger Hartford! What a rivalry it is! And well, you it's just, five minutes away. You, you could, know, you, you could just see that you know on TV. Just both sides were loaded. You could sense the atmosphere just watching it on TV. So I'm sure for you being on the sidelines, it would have been that much greater. At halftime, I got a chance to interview Dan Brunner. Yes, I, I heard that interview. He is one of my favorite people. Yeah, he just good, is. He's a good, good man. Person, good and man. you know what? All you have to do is talk. If you say anything about family or Hartford football. Man, his eyes light up. Talk about his his grandchild, his eyes light up. Talk about what it was like back when he was there. And he said, look, you see that hill over there? I said, yeah. He said, you couldn't get on it. He said, all the stands were packed. The hill was packed with people in, in lawn chairs. He said, it was unbelievable. And the feeling, he said, I miss Friday nights. I don't, I don't, and I miss Saturday mornings. That's what he told me. He said, the Monday through Thursday got to be a grind. I don't miss that so much. But the Friday night, he said, when we would walk in single file from the high school to the field, it was like nothing. Boy, the, 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 you would just get goosebumps. 
with the people standing out clapping and these kids all in single file quietly walking to the field. He said, man, it was awesome. He said, I missed that. He said, you know, we it was such a family event for my family, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, my mom and dad, you know, my wife, kid, all of it. He said, we, you know, we all looked forward to Friday night home games at Hartford. And he said, we had a lot of success back then. And it was it was cool to be living in this community, having success at the high school. And a lot of people probably don't remember, but before Hartford, Dan was at St. Francis, and he brought a program that was really struggling you know, right up to the, the forefront. Uh, one year they're in the same uh, smaller division league with Racine Case, who was very good at that time. And they, they had a playoff, and boy, they almost won that game, even though they were, you know, one-fifth the size. And then from there he went to Hartford and had all of his success but he also has done so much for the coaches in the state of Wisconsin, you know, as the uh, uh, president executive director, right. I should say, of the WFCA. Wisconsin yeah. Coaches uh, Football Association. He's just done so much for high school football. And, and you know coaches. what's funny, Coach, when you try to give him some credit, a lot like like you and some other guys, when I, when I try to give you guys a little credit, you right away deflect it. I, I asked him last night about this, and I like the football conference only thing, and and he went right away to Doug Sarver and said, hey, look, Doug, Doug spearheaded this thing. You know, it, it really is incredible what Doug has been able to do working directly with the WIA, which really is unprecedented. I mean, it, it really is what, they, what they're trying to accomplish and the way they did it. They didn't try to ram it to the WIA. They didn't try to go around the WIA. They worked with them. And I think, you know what, I think a lot of us in – in different communities can learn from the way they did this. And that was sit down at the table and say, here's what we're thinking. Here's what, what the upside is. Here's the reason we're thinking about it. And it was, it was tactical coach. It was, you know what? We don't want to give, we're not doing this because some teams don't win many games. We're doing it for a specific reason. And that is to kind of make sure it's fair. And we try to get eight teams in every conference. And I think the WI then said, Okay, it's a great idea. Let's talk about it. And that's kind of how it went. And when you talk to, to, to uh, Dan Brunner about it, and I know he was behind the scenes really involved in it, he said, hey, look, I, it's a great idea. And the way Doug's done it is is magical. So You know, D- Doug was a longtime assistant to Dan at St. Francis. He took over the, the position when uh, Dan went to Hartford. But they're very, very close. But you're right, uh, Dan will – deflect any credit, although Doug should get an awful lot of credit as Dan gave him last night yeah. for this proposal. I agree with Along that. Along with John Hoke. Yeah, John, you're right. John Hoke was at that table as well. And I think uh, I just talking to Dan, I, I got to tell you, Coach, talking to to, to Brunner, every time I, t- I get done talking to him, I feel better. I don't know why. He's he's just that kind of guy. He's an up, upbeat kind of guy. Upbeat kind of guy. Big smile last night. It's like he's the mayor of Hartford. <laughs> He's walking, you know, and he's he he purposely. I said, "Can you meet me um, at halftime on the sidelines here at Hartford?" He said, "Yeah, I'll be there, but um, you know, I'm going to try to stay away from the sidelines. They're going to probably ask me to start calling some plays or something." And everybody laughed. And then, boom, he was gone. I don't know where he was. And then all of a sudden, a minute before halftime, he showed up. So I don't know where he goes in the stadium, but I, it seems to me like he wants to make sure. That that writers that everybody knows he's the head coach. Right. His staff is there. Brunner's just there as a fan to watch the game. Right. Hey, let's get to line one if we can. Alex and Zola. He's at the Oak Creek Kenosha Bradford game. Alex, give us an update. 
Mac, it is 7-0 Oak Creek with 8.32 left in the first quarter. Bradford gets the ball to start the game, and they put together a really impressive drive. They drive about 11 plays down to the Oak Creek 25, and then quarterback Joey Bobek of Bradford throws an interception to Thomas Wojanowski of Oak Creek, and he takes it to the house all the way back, 75 yards for the touchdown. Oak Creek draws first blood, 7-0. Well, I'll tell you what, if Bradford could have got that in the end zone and gone up 7 nothing, that would have done a world for their confidence. Yeah, and, and you know, that pick six, you know, we'll see how Bradford responds here. They got the ball now at the 20, so they got to do it all over again. Alex, thank you very much. Alex and Zola brought you by Hyundai Greenfield. Buy your, your next car where I bought mine. Go see Lou and his team and ask them about the Hyundai Epic Summer Sales event. 6133 South 27th Street. Coach, you you know the new the new head coach at Bradford. Yeah. And, and you know what? Tomorrow's show, I've got two first-year coaches coming in. The coach from Oak Creek and the coach from Mesmer Shore. And I thought about bringing the coach from Bradford in, but I've got the coach from Oak Creek coming in, and they're playing tonight. And I just didn't... I, I understand. You know what? I, I think just, they understand, too. I just... I just once I invited Joel Parr... Um, later in the year, I'll try to get the coach from Bradford in, but I just I is the guy at Bradford more like a Jed Kennedy, you know who's you know what he's a fiery guy, or is he a guy like you know whoever Joe Cook would have a hard time sitting next to the guy that he that he competed against the night before, and so I just didn't want to do that. Uh, and you'll find Troy Ball uh, from Bradford will be very receptive, and he would he'll very much like to get on the program and talk to you. But I would also think you'll be very understanding of this situation. Hey, by the way, speaking of uh, ex-Kenosha coaches, um, the coach, head coach from Kenosha St. Joe's is out ill right now. And who has stepped in as the interim? Frank Matrice. Frank Matrice. My goodness. Frankie's, and he's answering questions, but he's saying, look, I'm an interim. I'm just, I'm here until he comes back. I'm, you know, don't. So I and I don't know what's going on with the head coach at, at St. Joe's. I heard last night that he's uh, he's not feeling well, and they're trying to figure out what's going on with that. So yeah, Frankie's uh, son is a junior, and he's got a, a twin sister who's also a junior and an outstanding athlete at St. Joe's. Both of them. Hey, let's get to line one if we can. Down with Chillis. He's at the Racine Luther Martin Luther game. This game has been changed. the The location is at Whitnell, and he is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Call Mandy Sandstrom Clough. She's my rep. 262-783-6600. They have half off pre-finishing on any wood window or patio door on qualified projects. Hey, Don, give us an update. Martin Luther, Racine Luther. Mike, Coach, happy Friday. Martin Luther gets on the board first. It's a 12th play drive. Takes 509 off the clock. Covers 38 yards. Quarterback Nick Mueller will punch it in from one yard. And as I said, Martin Luther now leads 7 nothing, 640 to go first quarter. Yeah, you know, two of the better running backs in the area are, are playing in that game. And certainly we've talked a lot about uh, Darius Crowley-Reed from Martin Luther. We're seeing Lutheran's got an awfully good back as well. And uh, I think you're in for a pretty good show tonight. You know what? After uh, Darius took the opening kickoff 38 yards and got it into Racine Lutheran territory, you just kind of wondered how they would respond. But the fact that it took Martin Luther 12 plays in over five minutes in order to punch it in from 38 yards tells you the kind of hitting that has been going on here early on in the first quarter. You know, Don, I think everybody's aware of the 
Greendale, New Berlin Eisenhower game and a Catholic Memorial Muskego game. But for the smaller schools, this is a real big one. And, uh, yeah, that, this should be a really good match. Tyler Tenner right. from Racine Lutheran averages almost 10 yards a carry. So as Mike said, there's two good running backs out there, two great running backs. You bet. Hey, Don, keep us up to date on that one. Let's get to line two if we can. Taz is at the Grafton-Whitefish Bay game. Taz, give us an update. Mike, I got 7-0 Whitefish Bay over Grafton here at Whitefish Bay. Grafton received the ball first. Looks like Whitefish Bay defense is on tonight. They forced a three and out and a punt. Whitefish Bay received the ball at their own 40 from there. as a seven-play uh, drive. that punched in with a 15-yard touchdown by their sophomore quarterback, Drew Garcia. Extra point was good. 7-0 Whitefish Bay over Grafton. Taz, thank you very much. Taz brought you by Balistrieri Brothers Pizza. It's a game day special. Two three-topping 16-inch pizzas, two garlic breads, and 20 wings, all for $49.99. They're located at Highway 100 and Beloit. Let's get to line three. John Moore, he's at the New Berlin-West Pewaukee game. John, John, give us an update. Well, Mike, so far we got the Sam Molesky show. He takes the opening kickoff down to the two-yard line and punches it in from there. And moments ago, he recovered a fumble, returned at 25 yards for another score. So at uh, 5.54 left in the first, we have 13 nothing New Berlin West. Well, I tell you, that uh, New Berlin West is undefeated. This was a game I thought that Pewaukee would get back on track. They seem to be a slow starter over the, the last couple of weeks here, Coach. Yeah, they sure. Against Riverside, they were down 19 nothing, and Riverside had had one or two called back. But Pewaukee did come back and win. But uh, I don't know if this Pewaukee team is quite as strong. I understand they're a young, younger uh, group than uh, ordinary. And New Berlin West, well, they're looking for their fourth straight win. You bet. Uh, John Moore, thank you so much. 13 nothing New Berlin West over Pewaukee. John, was brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Let's get to line four if we can. Carl is at the Waukesha North-Waukesha South game. It's a rivalry game. Carl, give us an update. Hey, gentlemen, I'm live here at uh, Waukesha South Stadium. It is 7 nothing Waukesha North over Waukesha South. Waukesha North took the opening drive, 10-play uh, dr- drive, with a, and capped it with a 7-yard touchdown catch by DK. And uh, Waukesha South has the ball and is marching right back at them. It's a good rivalry game, gentlemen. This is a pretty offensive experience out here. Man, I, yeah, I've, I've done one of those games on Thursday Night Lights, and it really is a cool experience, isn't it, Carl? It is, man. This is a, this reminds you like a toast to West, toast to East deal, a Brook Central, Brook East. It's, it's, this crowd is pretty live here tonight. Carl, thank you so much. Let's get to line one. Speaking of Tosi's Tosa West, Rob White, he's at the uh, Tosa West Tosi's game, brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Hey, Rob, give us an update. What's going on, fellas? I'm at the Tosa West Tosa East game, 7-0 West. Got an eight-minute drive in this first quarter, and they punched it in. Hey, Rob, what uh, big crowd out there? Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, it's, it's a little green and red on both sides. A little battle in Tulsa. Hey, did uh, did Ted Lang make it? Yes, Teddy. Teddy is here. He's right next to me. Man, he's hanging in there. Yeah, hey, you tell Teddy we put him on the IR, but we expect him back next week. Exactly, for sure. You got it. Seven nothing Tulsa West over Tosis. Let's get to line two. Jerry Vance is at the Menominee Falls at Marquette game. Jerry, give us an update. It is Marquette 7, Menominee Falls 0, 4 one left in the first quarter. 
Uh, Many Falls this evening is not playing with Julius Davis. Uh, I talked to him personally. Uh, he has a, uh, a double hair. He'll probably be out for the next two weeks. So uh, it's uh, Marquette 7. Menominee Falls there. Jerry, thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Mark, probably the big game of the night, Muskego at Catholic Memorial. Mark Neeson, give us an update. 6-20 left, quarter one. Catholic Memorial drove the length of the field and opening kickoff. They went for it on fourth and two. They were stopped. Muskego turned it over on a fumble and a five-yard pass for Catholic Memorial from the quarterback, Luke Fox, to Daniel Farnard. It's 7 to nothing. Catholic Memorial. Well, last year, uh, Muskego really had their way with Catholic Memorial, so this is a big game anyway, but I'm sure that Catholic Memorial hasn't forgotten that, so they're going to play much tougher You don't year. think Bill Young just forgot about that? I don't. No, think I don't think so either. He forgot about that the rest of his life. Mark Neeson, thank you very much. We're going to get to two quick ones here. Tyler, he's at the Greenfield at South Milwaukee game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, 427 left in the first quarter, and South Milwaukee is up 7 to nothing over Greenfield. On both of their respective offensive drives, South Milwaukee on their first drive got all the way to the Greenfield one, and then they fumbled the ball at the one. Greenfield recovered, and then they were driving all the way to the 41 when they fumbled the ball. South Milwaukee was able to get it back and score on a two-yard touchdown run by Brock Grenda. That was with 441 left in the first quarter. And also on the ensuing kickoff, Jacob, Jacob Wentzel, one of the captains for Greenfield and their top defensive back, had a very bad knee injury. I saw it. Right there, it was not a pretty sight. He had to be carried off the field. It's highly unlikely that he's going to be coming back just the way he was hit there, Mike. But um, but once again, South Milwaukee is up 7 nothing on Greenfield. But Greenfield has the ball right now on the South Milwaukee 47, 427 left in the first quarter. Tyler, thank you very much. Line 1, Tony's at the Homestead West Bend East game. Uh, Tony, before we get to an update uh, and a break, uh, give us an update. Homestead versus West Bend East. Uh, Mike, with 4.28 left in the first quarter, Homestead is up 7 nothing. Uh, West Bend East took the opening kickoff, uh, got two first downs, had to punt, and uh, on third and 12, Jared Schneider got a screen pass to the left and took it 30 yards to score the first touchdown of the game. West Bend East just punted back, and uh, Homestead has the ball on their own 35, second and 10 with 4.23 left to go in the first quarter. That's Tony Rush brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Guys, we got to get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Playing at Whitnall. Greendale Martin Luther leads Racine Lutheran 7-zip. Catholic Memorial also leading Muskego 7-zip. We're tied nothing-nothing at the end of one out in Burlington. The Demons and the Lake Geneva Badger Badgers. That is knotted up at zero. Tosa West leads Tosa East 7-zip. New Berlin West on top of Pewaukee 6-0. Marquette and Early lead. They're on top 7-0 at home against Menominee Falls. South Milwaukee leading Greenfield 7-0 as well. Whitefish Bay a 7-0 lead. Against Grafton, Waukesha North, they're on top 7-zip at Waukesha South. Oak Creek leading Kenosha-Bradford 7-0. Homestead ahead 7-zip early at West Bend East. And Kenosha-Tremper, Racine Horlick, they're knotted up at 7 in the first quarter. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com radio and get your home ready for the cold. That's PellaWI.com radio. 
And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. Let's get to line two if we can. Mike Bush, he's back. Badger at Burlington. Michael, give us an update. Holy cow. Uh, Lake Geneva Badgers zero and Burlington Demons zero. Ten minutes now left in the second quarter, uh, and I have yet to see a pass. Um, not so much from Lake Geneva Badgers. But Burlington and Dalton Dannon, Damon, I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, I've yet to see a pass yet. Um, a chess match is going on down here. One one little key note here for Lake Geneva Badgers. Uh, second play of the game, their, their leading rusher and their fullback, uh, Hunter Rosniewski, comes hobbling past me. And, Coach, I can't feel my arm. I can't feel my arm. So he's sitting on the sidelines all iced up. And I just they just threw their quarterback, uh, Grant Dumas, to the turf. I, I, I'm no doctor, but when a kid comes out of the game with his hand just dangling, um, it's not good. It didn't look good. He was screaming in pain. Uh, the two best players on offense for Lake Geneva Badgers are out. And uh, we got a 0-0 game down here. It's going to turn out it's going to be fun tonight, I think. Hey, I got to tell you, Mike, we did the Thursday night Waterford game last week, Badger, and uh, Waterford, and I was talking to Coach Hensler, and they they had a couple of injuries prior. They brought up a running back from JV, and like uh. the second play at practice, he got hurt. So uh. the the kid had a varsity career for you know of of all about yeah. fourteen minutes, and he said we just were dropping like flies. Michael, thank you very much. Zero zero Badger in Burlington, line three. Ralph is at the Nicolay uh, West Bend West game. Ralph, give us an update. Update, it was 9.57 left in the second quarter. Nicolay 7, West Bend West 0. Um, I'll just tell you a couple things here. The last drive, Nicolay got the ball, second drive of the game, and went 53 yards in two plays. A 48-yard pass from Carson Tremorn to uh, Kobe, the sophomore, and his brother, his older brother, um, the, the senior, 40 back, went three yards on an off-tackle pass. And with 9.57 left in the game, Nicolay's up 7 nothing. And not, hold on, in the half, not the game, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in the half. Ralph, I'm here. Ralph um, don't get too excited over there. Hey, hey, I also want to say one thing, Mike. I saw him out last week when I had a date with my wife. But anyways, um, yeah. hey, um, Al Marola, the, the head coach uh, for Nicolay, had quite a week. He had his first uh, baby uh, a week ago, a little baby girl. So this might be a really nice week for him, hopefully. It'd be a great um, week. Gr- gr- Crossing my fingers. Hey, next next year, tell your wife you need to you need to have dinner prior or after the high school football <laughs> yeah, season. That's what I did tonight. We're good now. That a boy, Ralph. Seven nothing, Nicolay over West Bend West. Let's get to line four. Nate, he is at the Sussex Hamilton Brookfield East game. He's brought to you by Athletical Physical Therapy. You can call them today to schedule a free thirty minute injury assessment. They'll schedule you fast. Sometimes the same day. But always within 24 to 48 hours, go to athletico.com. Nate, give us an update. Uh, right at the start of the second quarter, it's 0-0 here in Brookfield East. Um, a bad snap just now over the punter's head has given Sussex a uh, good field position there on the 25-yard line, first down. 
And for a 0-0 game, this is one of the best games I've seen in a while. There are 22 guys on the field, and they are all playing to the whistle. We've had two guys leave the game for the one play because they've been hit in open field and their helmets came off. These oh, guys are getting after it out here. And it sounds like a throwback game a little bit. Yeah, and it's on natural grass, which I haven't seen in a while either, so that's great. There you go. Nate George, thank you so much. Let's get to line one if we can. Taz, give us an update. Grafton at Whitefish Bay. Mike, I got a 14-0 Whitefish Bay over Grafton. Whitefish Bay forced another three and out. Um, then it was a two-play drive for a 70-yard drive for a touchdown, two uh, runs to the right for two yards. Then it was a 70-yard touchdown by their uh, starting running back, Patrick Nile, 14-0. Uh, Grafton started driving a little bit here. The offense started going, but penalties have been killing them. Um, so they just kind of reached the other side of the field, but now penalties coming. They just punted. Bay has the ball currently with a couple of six ticks left in the first quarter. That's Taz Landry. Thank you so much. He's brought you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoke It, Hot Mary. For all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work, let's get to line two if we can. Tyler, another update. Greenfield at South Milwaukee. What's going on? Hey, Mike, it's 145 left in the first quarter. It is now 7 nothing or 7-6, rather, South Milwaukee over Greenfield. Not long after we last talked, Mike, Greenfield was able to get on the board. Omarion Bartley was able to hit Joel Santa Maria, a sophomore, on a 21-yard touchdown pass. Also at 4.03 left. They did fail on an attempted two-point conversion. Greenfield has the ball now again. They were able to force South Milwaukee to punt. They're at their own 22 now. 119 left in the first quarter. It's now 7-6. South Milwaukee still up over Greenfield. That's Tyler Peters. Thank you so much. He's brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Let's get to line three if we can. Alex, he's at the Oak Creek-Kenosha-Bradford game. Hey, Alex, give us an update. Well, Mac, the first quarter is over, and Oak Creek is all over Bradford. 14 to nothing. It's a crazy series of events here that took place since the last time I called. So Oak Creek got the ball, and they put together a long drive against Bradford all the way down to the six-yard line, and then Oak Creek fumbles, and Bradford recovers. But Bradford goes three and out. Then they punt from their own end zone and absolutely shanked the punt. So it was about a 15-yard punt. Oak Creek got the ball back at the 15. They only took them five plays from there. It was a 10-yard touchdown run by quarterback Quinn Stuhl. 14 nothing Oak Creek as the second quarter is getting underway. Alex, thank you so much. Alex brought you by Hyundai Greenfield. Buy your car where Baby Tausch bought his. Hyundai Greenfield, go see Lou and his team and ask them about the Hyundai Epic Sales event, 6133 South 27th Street. Let's get to line one before we get to a break. Mark Neeson, probably the game of the night, Muskego at Catholic Memorial. Mark is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Mark, give us an update. 12 seconds left, quarter one. It is now Catholic Memorial 7, Muskego 7. The big play on the drive was a 42-yard sit-down boys pass to Luke McGagan and then A.J. McCain, McCain, one-yard punch, 7-7, guys. 7-7. Mark, you got to keep us up to date on that one. That's the big one. 7-7, Muskego and Catholic Memorial. Let's get to line two if we can. Uh, Jerry's at the New Berlin-Eisenhower-Greenfield game. Uh, Jerry, give us an update. Yeah, Mike, we just started the second quarter, and the score is 0-0. Both teams have had the ball two times. No major penalties, no major offensive plays. Just a very hard-fought game. Reminds me of the game that I watched last week, Catholic Memorial and Very, very similar. Very big crowd there, I would assume, Jerry. Yes, it is. I don't see too many empty seats in the stands at all. 
Jerry, thank you very much. Jerry's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107, building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Wendy's Varsity Blitz. The studio is always a little more energetic with baby Tausch's in it. It's good. I like it. It's good stuff. Let's get to line one if we can. Carl's at the Waukesha North Waukesha South game. Hey, Carl, give us an update. Carl Farbs, you there? Could be Peters. Could be. Hey, Carl. Nope, he's a kicker punter. I, we don't care about the kicker or the punter. Carl, how you doing? Waukesha North Waukesha South. Give us an update. Okay, let's get to line two if we can. I know Tony Rush is there. You know why? Because he's brought to you by Raising the Stakes, Fundraising, and Leadership Development. Tony, Homestead, White Fit, uh, Homestead West Bend East, give us an update. Mike, 10-17 left in the second quarter. Homestead is up 21 to nothing. We have great seats for the Jared Schneider show. He scored all three touchdowns. He's got a 30-yard reception and two five-yard touchdown runs. Um, it's uh, pretty much whatever Homestead wants right now. They're running, passing, and uh, West Bend East cannot get anything going on offense. Tony, I thought that th- this would be the night because West you know, Bend East beat a good Hartford team. I thought they would at least challenge Homestead a little bit, but but not so much, huh? Yeah, no, they, they came out. Uh, again, they got two first downs on their first drive, and they looked like they had a little momentum, and then uh, uh, penalty and, and a couple other things, and, and now it's it's to the point where we've seen now for four straight games, teams get down a little bit to Homestead, and and uh, Homestead imposes their will, and they just kind of seem to, to to give up. Hey, Tony, tomorrow on the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, I've got two first-year head coaches coming in. Got uh, Joe Parr from Oak Creek and Tony Davis from Shored Mesmer. And I reached out to Dave Keel about quarter to five today and just said, hey, Coach, uh, can I get you on for a few minutes? I'm going to have Joe Cook call in. I'm going to have uh, Dave Keel on to give these guys, you know, just just some some tips on how to stay in this game a long time. And uh, Dave said, yeah, no doubt, of course I'll do that. And that's, you know, two hours before kickoff, and we we're talking like he had nothing to do. He He's relaxed, and he feels good about this club. Yeah, no, uh, both coaches are awesome. Uh, Coach Parr is a great man. So is Tony, actually, Coach Zortman, the O coordinator at Homestead. Uh, Coach Davis was on his staff when he was over there. And uh, two great guys, and, and they will last a long time. Uh, but I, I know that Coach Keel loves coming on the show. Uh, big man, number 90, Mason Rush, just had a 12-yard sack for the uh, Highlanders as we're, as we're talking here. Well, you know, I talk to that linebackers coach a lot for Homestead, and he's been telling me that that, that young Mason is starting to play, man. Yeah, he's. Uh, this is his third straight game with a sack. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, fun to watch him come come to life here. Good stuff. Tony, thank you so much. Let's get to uh, line one if we can. 
John is at the uh, New Berlin West Pewaukee game. John Moore, give us an update. Well, Mike, on the first drive of their second quarter, Pewaukee goes 80 yards, capped off by Josh Geisel from three yards out. We have 13-7 New Berlin West with 5.20 left in the half. You know, Coach, we talked about Pewaukee being a slow starter, getting back into it 13-7. They need a win tonight. Yeah, I think it's really important for them now after their uh, slow start in the in the Woodland Conference. And, of course, New Berlin West would sure like to, I don't know if you'd call it an upset, but stay undefeated. So I think this would be a very, very good game. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much. Let's get to line three. We'll see if Carl Farbs is he is he ready this time, or is he going to be talking about punters and stuff as we listened into his last conversation? Carl Waukesha North, Waukesha South, give us an update. Hey, gentlemen. Actually, I was talking about windows as well. So I was just uh, talking about pellet windows and uh, getting a uh, Wendy's burger as well. There you go. Um, Good job, Carl. <laughs> there you go. We've got an update for you. I apologize. We have Waukesha North now 21, Waukesha South 0 with 820 left in the second quarter. Uh, we had to end the first quarter, we had a, a block pump by Waukesha North, uh, returned and picked up by Cabanero, and then they just had a 40-yard uh, nice strike, and I apologize, I don't have the kid's name, and that, that one's on me. But uh, we've got 21 nothing with eight minutes left in the second quarter. Let's just call him Pella, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. How's that? Pella, you got it. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Car- exactly. Carl, well done. 21 nothing. I'm surprised by that score, 21 nothing. Waukesha North over Waukesha well, South. turnover for North, so okay, th- it's getting a little, a little out of hand, but we'll have a good one here for you, I hope. Thanks, Carl. Let's get to line four if we can. Mike Bush, he's at the, uh, what game is he at? Badger at Burlington, and he's brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smokin' Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, embroidery work. Mike Bush, Badger in Burlington, have you seen a pass yet? I've seen one. I've seen one. That's because Lake Geneva Badgers took the lead here. We have four minutes and 28 seconds to go before halftime. 0-3, Lake Geneva Badgers 7, 3-0, Burlington Demons 0. And, um, you know, Mike, Burlington has put up so many points this year. That's really something that they're shut out just before the half. It, it, it's phenomenal. They got the ball about midfield now. Um that Lake Geneva Badger quarterback, he's not coming back in. He looks like a mummy right now. I have no other way to describe him. But uh, a senior, Connor Clifford, came in, number seven. And that seemed to spark the sidelines, the bench, the fans in the stands. Um, they got the ball down at the uh, at the Burlington seven-yard line. And this Connor Clifford, the senior quarterback backup, uh, he came in and did a quarterback keeper, and that's how he scored. The extra point from Josh Tadeo was good, so it's seven nothing uh, momentum. Lake Geneva Badgers, but uh, yeah, they, the Burlington, the Burlington puts up some points, coach. You got that right. So hey, this game's far from over. Hey, Mike, I got to tell you, when we were down there against Waterford, it was seven seven at half. Okay, and then Waterford won forty one fourteen. So I don't okay. know what I. I would hope Hensler's going to change his halftime speech this week. I would imagine he would. He had a quick question for Coach Ron Davies, if he would. What is that, Mike? Ron, they got a 52-inch flat-screen TV here, the Lake Geneva Badgers. When when the offense or the defense comes off the field, they go to the bench, and they got a they got a TV here, color TV better than one I got in my living room. I was just wondering if you had any of that stuff when you were coaching. Oh, yeah, I sure did. I mean, I didn't have anything like that at home or anywhere. I wasn't even aware they existed. He's still got a black and white at home, man. What are you talking about? 
There you go. Mikey, thank you so much. So let's get to line one if we can. Don with Chillis. Racine Lutheran at Martin Luther. It's actually at Whitnell High School tonight. Don, give us an update. Guys, Darius Crawley Reed, 48 yard touchdown scamper, has put Martin Luther up 14 nothing. 252 to go before we get to half. Hey, uh, what do you think? This is the first time you've seen him in person, correct? Yes, it is. What, what's your thoughts? I, I have been extremely impressed by not only the way he runs, but just watching him also on the defensive side of the ball and the way he conducts himself with his teammates and obviously then with some of the opposing team. It, he just seems like a class act. Hey, Don, I'll tell you, I told this story, I think, last week. University school coach called me after Martin Luther beat him up pretty good. He called me like 11.15 Friday night. Obviously, I had gone to bed. But I called him the next day, and he said, hey, look, i got to tell you this story. We're going through the line. And Darius, he, I, he said, I'm right behind our captain, one of our captains. He took him off to the side as we were slapping five, and he said, look, you need to keep your head up. You need to get your, your boys back ready to play. I know you guys are way better than this, and if we play you in the playoffs, I expect you guys, I expect your A game. You know, keep your head up. you got to get these guys going. And I said, man, that's pretty good, huh? He said, our kids think he's the best player they've ever played against. And for him to take the time to talk to one of our captains, it's a class act. So, yeah, he's a, he, all the way through, man, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And just what I've seen here in the first couple of quarters as we're making our way to halftime, I, I can absolutely see where the coach from university school is coming from because you, you can just see it, his leadership style in the midst of this game. It just – it shines through along hey, with his athletic ability. Hey, did you notice, what does he do when he scores a touchdown? What does he do with the ball? No, oh, it was just handed back to the ref, and he goes right back to his linemen, and he's congratulating them. You, you know, he's constantly screaming at his linemen, great blocks, great blocks. You know, Don, I just can't believe that some Division One schools aren't going to take an interest in this kid. He's a great football player, and when you have character like that and leadership like that, I – I just think that's the kind of kid that if I'm a Division One coach, I want to take a real strong look and, at. And, Coach, he took second in the 100 in track and field in Division Three. So it's not like you're getting a kid who's just, you know, he's bigger than everybody, and he's he's not. He's 5'8". He's probably a buck 80, buck 90, but he's he's built, and he's really fast, and he's a heck of a football player. Hey, Don, thank you so much. We got one last. It's got to be a quick one. Let's get to Tyler. He's at the Greenfield South Milwaukee game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Seven forty-three left in the first half, and South Milwaukee able to wind the gap a little bit more against Greenfield. They're now up fourteen to six. They were able to score once again on a touchdown run by Brock Grindle, a one-yard run with nine thirty left in the first half. And South Milwaukee was able to get Greenfield to punt again, having a very good showing right now for the Rockets over the Hawks. Once again, South Milwaukee up on Greenfield. 14 to 6 with 7.43 left in the first half. Nice job, Tyler. Well done. That's Tyler Peters brought to you by your local pick and save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Let's get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Greendale Martin Luther and Racine Lutheran playing at Whitnell High School. Martin Luther leading 14-0 right now. Lake Geneva Badger a 7-0 lead at Burlington. Marquette holding on to a shutout right now. 14-zip over Menominee Falls. 
South Milwaukee leads Greenfield 14-6. Greendale on top, 7-0 against New Berlin Eisenhower. Whitefish Bay on top, 14-zip against Grafton. Homestead leads on the road 21-0 at West Bend East. Kettle Moraine leading Arrowhead 7-0. Kenosha Tremper, Racine Horlick knotted up at 7. Brookfield Central taking care of business at West Alice Hill. They're on top 21-0. Muskego Catholic Memorial tied at 7. And Tosa West leads Tosa East 7-0. You can read more. And this scoreboard update brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking with first-year head coaches Joel Parr from Oak Creek and Tony Davis from Shorewood Mesmer. And they'll also reach out to Joe Cook. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. This has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. To the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Let's get to line one if we can. Jerry Boltman, probably one of the big games of the night. New Berlin Eisenhower at Greendale. Give us an update, Jerry. Yes, Mike and Coach, we're down to two minutes and 35 seconds remaining in the second quarter. The score now is Greendale 7, New Berlin Eisenhower 0. Uh, on their third possession, uh, Greendale, their first possession of the second quarter, they marched down the field a mixture of run and pass. And it was a two-yard touchdown run by senior Sean, Sean Sanchez. And also, Sean Sanchez kicks the extra point. So it's 7 to nothing. I wanted to tell you, Coach and Mike, both of these teams, almost identical, besides their records, both 3-0, they almost are identical as far as the amount of juniors, sophomores, and seniors on both of their rosters. I was just looking at it, and they're almost 100% identical as far as the breakdown of it. And they're very, very similar on the field, too, Coach. Jerry, that's uh, that's awesome. Thank you for that. Jerry's brought to you by Boilermakers, Local 107. Build, building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. Let's get to line two. Tony Rush, he is at the Homestead at West Bend East game. Tony, give us an update. Hey, Mike, 214 left and a half. Homestead just punched it in to go up 28 nothing. Uh, they fair caught the the uh, previous punt from West Bend East at the seven-yard line. And the first play, Howie Newbar caught a 63-yard pass to get it down inside the 30. And uh, three, four plays later, Willie Garrison scored from five yards out. Uh, and now we sit again, 214 left in the first half, 28 nothing. And uh, I know it's it's my kid, but Big Big Cat is about to kick off, number 90. He, he's kicking off right now? Yep, yep, 325 pounds, and he just... Ooh, he just shanked one. <laughs> oh, but we recovered it. What? Oh, we we almost recovered it. He shanked it so bad it was like a, a really bad onside kick. I was going to say, you sure it wasn't an onside kick? <laughs> no, he he shanked. He doesn't have a square toe tonight. He's kicking with his normal cleats on. So, well, hold on. Uh, we I, I got to make sure we get that air clip because uh, air check because I got to play that for him because that was uh, that was live of his daddy talking about his first kickoff at the varsity level. Hey Tony, no, you, no, he's had a lot of those. Hey Tony, we uh we talk about punters a lot. You you were a pretty good punter back in the day, correct? Uh, yep, Griffith High School, 19, class of 1986. I was uh, runner-up, all-state kicker, and punter. And then and, uh, were, went, out, went out and played where? Oshkosh, UW Oshkosh for uh, 
for Coach uh, Cardo, Ron Cardo. Man, you know, it, it doesn't seem to me, I don't see many good punters anymore. Do you? Uh, no, it's uh, definitely a craft that seems to be going by the wayside. Um, but with all the different techniques out there now, low and hard and get it rolling or or high and short, uh, it doesn't doesn't take necessarily the, the skill set that it used to to be uh, considered a punter nowadays. Well, Tony, just a point of information for you, Coach Carter was about seven years behind me in school. That's how old I am, and he was your coach. But also, yeah. you mentioned uh, Tony Davis and Drake Zortman. Drake Zortman did a great job at Mesmer, and I think he would have stayed there except for Homestead. I mean, that's where he lives. His kids go to school there, and, and Dave Keel's been his protege. But as you mentioned, Tony Davis, uh, he, he's been uh, the face of Mesmer. He's in that weight room every day, and I don't think anybody's worked harder than Tony, so I certainly hope that he will Hey, continue that if, success. If Tony and I got into a little pushy match, who would you take in that fight, Coach? Uh, I, Tony, Tony Davis is a bodybuilder, man. Yeah. That guy's arms hey. are bigger than my thighs. Yeah, he's awful, awfully big. Hey, so, no, Not you, tall, but no, I mean hey, muscular. Neither one of you guys answered my question. I would I'd, take I'd, Tony. I would take you on looks, and I'd take Tony on the <laughs> oh, pushing match. That's uh, you're why a that, nice guy. Hey, too. that's why Tony Rush is brought to you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership <laughs> Development. Tony, thank you so much. Let's get to line three if we can. Uh, Jerry Vance is at the Menominee Falls at Marquette game. Jerry, give us an update. Uh, Mike and Coach, we have uh, Marquette 21, Menominee Falls 0 on the second series. Uh, Marquette went on a 12-play drive, capped off by a five-yard run by uh, Gillian Brown-Williams, which is, was his second TD of the night. And just recently, uh, Marquette scored on a 32-yard touchdown pass from Briscoe to uh, uh, Ur- Um What's really happening now, the Falls is kind of moving the ball, kind of shooting themselves in the foot, but... They still got a shot, guys. Hey, you know, Jerry, you went to that game um, hoping and expecting to see um, the running back from Falls playing, and, you know, disappointed that that Julius Davis is out. Uh, They're a different team when he's in the backfield, obviously. Oh, absolutely, Mike. Uh, One thing I'm noticing, too, uh, you know, the kids seem a little down. The fans are down. You know what I'm saying? That type thing, but... I think the offensive coordinator, uh, uh, Regent Smith, is doing a good job trying to throw the ball, sprinkle a little run with it as well. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot. So, again, guys, 21-0, 53 seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, Jerry, a question. You mentioned Julius Davis and a double hernia. Is that football-related? I, I, I believe so. I, I, I believe so, Coach. Uh, again, we talked just very, very briefly um, you know, he really seems disappointed. You know, he really loves his teammates and things like that. And uh, he really feels bad that he uh, won't be able to participate in the next couple of weeks. You know, Jerry, we have them on Thursday Night Lights against Sussex Hamilton in a couple of weeks. So I'm hoping that he's back ready to go. I think he'll be ready for you uh, uh, for that ball game. And uh, I'm sure he'll put on a show. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much. Let's get to line one if we can. Down with Chillis. He's at the Racine Lutheran uh, at Martin Luther. The game is actually at Whitnell. Uh, Don, give us an update. Guys, Martin Luther just ran the two-minute drill to perfection with 3.8 seconds to go here before halftime. Darius Crowley-Reed picked up his second touchdown of the evening, this time from three yards out. 
Martin Luther leads 21 to nothing. There's still a second to go here before we get to half. Martin Luther went with the squib kick. It ricocheted off of one of the Crusaders. They did get the ball back here on the 46, and they've got one more shot at the end zone before hey, we call it to half. You know, if I'm them, I just hand it off to Darius and see if he can he can take it to the house. Hang on. Here we go. On a little swing pass, there is Crowley Reed from 46 yards out as we wind it to zero. So extra point pending. It could what? either be 27 or 28 to nothing. He's nice called, Mr. McGiver. He scored? He just scored <laughs> from 46 yards. Boy, oh, boy, this kid is something else. That's his third of the game. You know what? He uh, Look, he told me about two weeks before practice started, I saw him in the weight room, and he said, Coach, I might have a huge year. I said, really? He said, I'm telling you, I'm going to have a huge year. He understated that a little bit to me. Well, I don't think he understated it to the point of what we're seeing right here in the first half. Mike, extra point is good. No time left on the clock, so we're going to go to halftime with Martin Luther up 28 nothing. That's got to be demoralizing for Racine Lutheran. That's uh, unbelievable. Don, thank you so much. Let's get to line three if we can. Ralph is at the uh, West Bend West at Nicolay game. Ralph, give us an update. We have a halftime score here at Nicolay Stadium. Nicolay 7, West Bend 0. Man. Highlight in the second quarter. I don't know if we call it a highlight, but Nicolay held West Bend to two drives uh, for 14 yards. Nicolay had two touchdowns called back. Oh, one man. on a chop bat uh, for all-conference yards. Uh, one was a 53-yard run by C.J. Colby, and the other one was a, a, a pass uh, for 50 yards. Hey, Ralph, so, you, Ralph, you've been doing games for us for a while. This is as, as excited as I've heard your voice at halftime <laughs> of a game. No, it's it's been good. It's been good. Uh, uh, it's been fun. They've, they've been playing back and forth, and uh, and uh, we're just uh, we're going to keep it positive, right? And uh, um, I'm looking forward to calling you guys back in the third and the fourth quarter. That's Ralph Reiner. Thank you so much, Ralph. Hey, let's get to line four if we can. Mike Bush. He's at the Lake Geneva Badger at Burlington game, and he's brought you by Athletical Physical Therapy. Call them today to schedule a fast three, a free 30-minute injury assessment. Go to athletico.com for more information. Mike Bush, give us an update. Yeah, this Southern Lake showdown is turning out to be just that. We're at halftime as well. I'm staring at the scoreboard here. It says Lake Geneva Badger 7, home team Burlington 6. Uh, the Burlington quarterback, Dalton Damon, who we've been talking a lot about tonight, I didn't realize, Coach, he's also the uh, leading rusher on the team. They do this no-huddle, ride-and-hide thing Burlington does, and Dalton Dan and Damon, sorry again, uh, took it from 10 yards out. He kept it, took it from 10 yards out. Key point here, though, Burlington kicker Cora Anderson had the kick blocked. And in a game like this, there's no telling if that's going to uh, – Based on what you said last week, Mike, um, if that's going to come into play here or not. But, uh, again, Lake Geneva, Badgers 7, and the home team Burlington Demons 6 at halftime. Excellent, Mike. Thank you so much. Let's get to line one if we can. Alex is at the Oak Creek-Akinosha-Bradford game. Alex, give us an update. Back at his halftime here in K-Town, Oak Creek 21, Bradford 0. Bradford put it together another pretty good drive, but then quarterback Joey Bobek throws yet another interception. Oak Creek took over at their own six, and from there they go 94 yards to pretty much close out the half. It was a 14-play drive and capped off by a six-yard touchdown run 
by running back Edwin Rodriguez. Turnovers really have been the story here in the first half. Five turnovers by both teams. A little bit sloppy, but Oak Creek has been the one that's taken the advantage. Alex, thank you very much. Let's get to line three if we can. Mark Neeson, he's at the Muskego at Catholic Memorial game. Hey, Mark, give us an update. I am now at halftime. Catholic Memorial on top, 14-7. to They scored with nine seconds left. They drove 73 yards with about two and a half minutes left. And Kate Copulus ran it in. It's out here at parents' night, and it's interesting because the kids are with them. They lost the parent out, then they ditched it, run across the street. Hey, Mark, uh, thank you very much. Mark brought you by Lynch McGuanago. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get the line two if we can. Rob is at the Toast West Toast East game. Rob, give us an update. It's uh, Toast West 137. Toast West 20 in about a 30 yard drive right before half. 14 7 Toast West. Beautiful, Rob. Thank you very much. Let's get the line four. Taz, he's at the Grafton Whitefish Bay game. Taz, give us an update. I got 14-0, Whitefish Bay over Grafton here at halftime. Back and forth on defense um, in the second half. Uh, not much ball movement. One thing to keep an eye on is Whitefish Bay started running back. Patrick Nall went out of an injury in the middle of the second quarter. So we'll see what happens with that. It's going to, going to come out after halftime. Taz, thank you very much. Taz is brought to you by Ballastory Brothers Pizza. Get two medium pizzas, three toppings, two garlic bread. It's pickup only for twenty five ninety nine. 3815 South 108th Street in Greenfield. Speaking of Greenfield, let's get to line one if we can. Tyler Peters at the Greenfield at South Milwaukee game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. It's 215 left in the first half, and South Milwaukee actually just about playing on hold. They scored a touchdown. They're now up 21 to 14 over Greenfield. First off, for Greenfield, they were able to score with 235 left in the first half. Omari and Barlow was able to hit Elijah Rosario for a 44-yard touchdown pass, and they were able to make the two-point conversion to tie the game. And then just as we were, um, and then just as I was able to come on, uh, Emmett Lentz was able to catch uh, about a 50-yard touchdown pass to put South Milwaukee back up on top. They made the extra points, so 2:15 left in the first half. So far, an exciting contest. South Milwaukee up on Greenfield, 21 to 14. Tyler, thank you very much. Hey, one update before we get to a break. I got a uh, text from the basketball coach at uh, Milwaukee South. Ty Mosler, one of the good guys. South uh, beat Pulaski today 21-0. They are 4-0 for the first time since 1970-something mm. is what Ty said. So congratulations to uh, to South Milwaukee. And, Ty, thank you so much for the update, guys. Let's get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Reigning NASCAR champion Martin Truex may have found a new home and Brad Kowalski wins the Southern 500. Hey, it's Steve Zaki. Make sure to tune in tomorrow at noon for the final inspection show as we discuss what midget race cars are doing at the Brickyard. That's tomorrow at noon for the latest in racing news, the final inspection show. Brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway and David Hobbs Honda. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Milwaukee and Racine? 
If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Milwaukee and Racine area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Milwaukee and Racine are perfect markets for my system. And next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-600-1134. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-600-1134. That's 1-800-600-1134. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Mastercraft is the name to know for quality doors. They're factory assembled to provide the best fit and perfect seal every time. Get 11% off any stock or special order Mastercraft exterior door. Get 11% off everything. Now at Menards. Good through September 8th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. WSSP Milwaukee. WXSS HD2 Wauwatosa. A radio.com station. Sports Flash. Right. Right. From the Master Z's WSSP Sports Update Studio, I'm Ryan Horvath. Get end of summer savings at Master Z's in Waukesha. Master Z's the place to go for your new grill and patio furniture. Shop the great selection today at Master Z's in Waukesha and online at masterz's.com. First on the fan, the Brewers leading the Giants right now 2-1. to one. Crew got on the board with Ryan Braun homer into left in the bottom of the first. Lorenzo Kane would score after the last pitch, make the switch to the Blaine's Farm and Fleet postgame show presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. We are hashtag Mill Hockey. Elsewhere around the NL Central, the Cubs and Nationals in a delay right now. That game just in the first inning. The Tarps already been brought out twice. Cardinals and Tigers also underway. Packers open up their season on Sunday night football when they host the Chicago Bears kickoff 7:20. College football week two underway just 24 hours from now. The fifth-ranked Badgers will host New Mexico at Camp Randall. Kickoff for that one scheduled at 11 a.m. Other notable games tomorrow include sixth-ranked Oklahoma. They host Chip Kelly and UCLA at 12:30. Georgia travels to South Carolina for a 2:30 kickoff, and it's Stanford and USC in a primetime showdown tomorrow night. Injury news around the NFL: Falcons Pro Bowl free safety Keanu Neal out for the season with a torn ACL suffered in last night's season opener. Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa will miss Week One with a left foot injury, and some. Other news, the Bears continue to spend money. They agree to a four-year deal with nose tackle Eddie Goldman today. Golf, a rough day for Tiger Woods. He fails to break par in the second round of the BMW Championship. Tiger began the day tied for the lead with Roy McIlroy. He's now tied for 12th, five shots off the lead. Read more online at 1057fmthefan.com. I'm Ryan Horvath, Sports Radio, 1057fm, the fan. Listen live on the radio.com app, 1250 a.m. and 1057fm, the fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, presented 
by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. We'll get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies. Hey, Ron, week four came up quick, I think. Um, a lot of teams, they, they've got some injuries, guys nicked up a little bit. I think this is the time of year you start seeing how deep either teams are or they are not. Yeah, and boy, I can't get over how many close games there are this year at the halftime. I mean, this week, and I think that much more so than, than other weeks. But, yeah, those injuries, especially a big one like Julius Davis at Menominee Falls, I mean, that, that can just really hurt you. But for all of them, I know Greendale's going now without their best D-back and uh, uh, receiver is blew his knee out. He's finished for the season. So you just have to have the next man step up. You know, I talked with uh, Joe Cook for a while today. He's going to come on the uh, the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show tomorrow. He's coming on, I think, at uh, at 10.45 or 11.15. I'm sorry, 11.15 he's coming on tomorrow. And we talked. He's now head coach at Paradise High School in Texas. Oh, he's a head coach. He's now. the head coach. Yeah, the head coach had retired, and he's now the head coach. They're 1-0 going into tonight. So they're in week two. And he was telling me that they've got uh, – I think he's got 80 kids in the whole program. They got a JV and a varsity. He said, compared to other schools our size, or maybe 60, 64 kids, something like that. He said, compared to other schools our size in this area, he said everybody's got 80, 90. And he said, the number one team in the area has 200 kids in the school. They have 100 kids on the in the football program. That's amazing. And he said, look, everybody plays. And he said, now, we've got a lot of kids, believe it or not, that pick rodeo over playing football. He said, if we start winning some games, I can get some of these kids maybe to do rodeo part-time and come back and play high school football. And he said, and I think we're, we're close. We're young, but these kids are getting it. He said, they're getting it even a little bit earlier than I thought. And I look forward to having him back on the air. But he convinced me a long time ago that football is such a numbers game. And he said he would two platoon even if the kids, if there were kids that maybe aren't complete ready or not good enough, he would he would get them in as as part of that so that he would have forty four kids fully engaged at practice. And Mike, you know, I was at a youth program meeting for the entire area of Milwaukee, and they're talking about how the numbers are so far down in youth football compared to just a few years ago. And I know in the high school level, especially on that freshman sophomore level, so many teams are sometimes having to merge the freshmen with the sophomores, drop one level. Our numbers are, are really hurting in many, many schools. Yeah, and that's, you know, that scares me for the future of, of yes. high school football. Mm-hmm. It really does. I think high school football will be around, obviously, for a long time. But kids are making, our parents or parents are making the option to have kids play something other than football. And I understand with the concussion concerns now, uh, I understand on the youth level, but I do think football has so much to offer kids as, as far as just development of character and teamwork. And, you know, it sounds like a cliche, but it's really not. How's your team doing, by the way? Uh, they haven't played. The first game will be tomorrow. Good. How's Ben doing? Uh, Ben's doing doing very well. Yeah? He's doing very well, he, yeah. He, uh, you tell him I said hello. He's one of my favorite, uh, man. I sure will. He's, he's, got, he's always got a big smile when he sees me, and I yeah, like that. I know. Let's you get... like him better than you like me. Yeah. Well, yes, that's that's a fact. <laughs> Let's get to line one if we can. Carl Farbs is at the uh, Waukesha North, Waukesha South game. Hey, Carl, give us an update. Hey, gentlemen, live at Waukesha South. I have Waukesha North leading at halftime, 
38 to nothing. To get you recapped on the scores, wow. when, I last, when I last left you, uh, there was a turnover, and uh, Waukesha North, uh, Peters kicked a 35-yard field goal, had plenty of distance. So he had, he looks like, kid looks like he's got a good leg. Then at the 315 mark, there's a 38 pass from 38-yard touchdown pass from Keller to Decay, and then at the one-minute mark, another 60-yard bomb from Keller to Decay to make it 38 to nothing and a half. Man, I you know what, Carl? I'm surprised by that because Waukesha South started the year beat Oconomowoc, and and the coach from Oconomowoc said, "Look, they got some really skilled football players." I didn't think Waukesha North had it in them to be up thirty-eight nothing and a half. No, I'll be honest, uh, big time. It was that South had the first couple of drives that they had. They they could they had a good you know five or six plays, and then all of a sudden they just. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.